All right, welcome into this edition of the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Dustin Hawkinsmith here. Got a special guest joining me, Josh Barr, four-time Michigan State champ, a Penn State commit, getting ready to kind of wrap things up in your high school career and head off to Happy Valley. Uh, Josh, first of all, thanks for jumping on with me. Yep, anytime. Um, so this is pretty fresh. What, what were your thoughts as you as you watched Penn State win a national title for the 10th time in 12 years, which is ridiculous, but also – they're making this thing where they clinch before the finals begin uh, kind of normal when it is really not normal at all. Like that is a next level type dominance. But as you're watching all this unfold as a Penn State commit, I mean, I'm sure it gets you a little bit more excited to get there. Yeah, it's inspiring. It, uh, it excites me and uh, it's hard to watch it almost because I just want to be there so bad. You know, I love watching the guys compete and I know, you know, I'm starting to get pretty close with a couple of them. So, you know, it's awesome to see them reach their goals, but uh it's hard for me to it's hard for me to watch. You know, yesterday, last night, I only watched the Penn State matches. I I shut the rest of them off, and you know, I'm just training. You know, I want to be there so bad, and uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's gonna be you know an amazing four to five years in the college program, and then after at the uh, Nendy Lion Wrestling Club, and uh, you know, I'm excited. I can't wait to be there. Yeah, you got you got a lot going uh, ahead of you here, and um, so it really is hard for you to watch. Because you because it, it amps you up that much. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I was listening to Carter talk, you know, about him watching Levi wrestle, and you know, it makes him, you know, Carter said it makes him want to run through a steel wall, you know, sitting at home, sitting on a couch watching. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, like, you know, I want to watch him compete, you know, because I love watching those guys, and you know, I like watching the best guys wrestling, you know, trying to, uh, you know, take things from their game, but. Uh, you know, it's it makes me want to run through a steel wall as well. So I'm like, you know, I watch I watch the Penn State guys, I shut it off. I watch them, you know, turn it back on, watch them, shut it off. You know, it's uh, it's a, it's almost like a, I feel like I'm missing out, almost kind of kind of feeling. You know, I just want to be there so bad. That's what I want to be doing. You know, competing at the highest level against the best guys. So you know, that's all I want to do with my life is compete at that kind of level and everything. You know, I do with my life. So it's hard to not be doing it and just watching it. Just sitting back as a spectator is tough. Um, yeah. I don't want to pick on your guy, Alex Facundo, but I felt like, um, I don't know if you've talked to him since then, but to me, you know, in an alternate world, there's j a, in another scenario where he's like in the national finals. You know, I think he was a case where it can be such a fine line between winning the thing and, and going on a run and, and going home on day one. And I felt like, you know, he was a guy that uh, could have easily been in the semifinals, could have easily been uh, done, done some damage, been an All-American, but it, he, he goes, uh, he ends up going home. Um, did you talk to him since then? And what are your thoughts as you're watching him and, and uh, kind of the magnitude of this tournament? You know, first of all, Alex is my best friend and, you know, I'm proud of him no matter what. Um, you know, he's had an amazing career up to this point and he's done, he's done so well for himself and his family. So, you know, I'm truly proud of him no matter what. And, um, you know, just watching him, I think it puts in perspective how tough the NCAA tournament is, you know, um, you know, he, you know, he lost his first match and he's wrestling the four seed, you know, in his first wrestleback match. It's crazy, you know, to think that, you know, going into that match, either Alex Facundo, you know, just saying that name, everybody knows what comes with it. And then, you know, Julian Ramirez was going home, you know, first day. So 
I think it puts in perspective how tough the NCAA tournament is. And, you know, I just told Alex, you know, I've talked to him a little bit. I just told him to keep his head up, you know, shared some Bible verses with him and stuff. He's a man of faith as well. So, you know, just, you know, trying to keep his connection strong throughout these tough times with God, you know, and uh, understanding that, you know, he's got a plan for all of us is really, you know, kind of all we've talked about. And, uh, you know, I'm hungry. I know I know he's hungry, you know, to come back and get more next year. And, uh, you know, I know that process starts soon. I've been there, you know, as well myself. We've all had our, you know, our faults and our tough tournaments and stuff. So I know he's going to get right back to it. And, uh, you know, he's going to be fine. He's going to be an NCAA champion one day, a world champion. You know, I believe that in my heart. So, uh, you know, I'm proud of him no matter what. And, you know, you're talking about chomping at the bit. Uh, you have Alex and you've got Shane Van Ness, who had an incredible tournament. You've got Levi Haynes, who was in the NCAA finals. Uh, and I think what we're starting to see, especially as you're a young guy about to come onto this scene, is that this new young nucleus has certainly emerged. You saw it happening, you know, over the course of the regular season, but then you see how the NCAA tournament plays out. Uh, how cool is it to be kind of jumping on board with these young guys, you know, looking like the next chapter of Penn State wrestling? Uh, you know, I want to go right away. You know, obviously it depends a lot on what Carter and Aaron decide to do with this next upcoming year, you know, with the Olympics and stuff. But, uh, you know, if they decide to take a year off, you know, and just train for that, I'm going to be ready to go right away. And, you know, I'm going to be ready to win an NCAA title right away. You know, um, it's crazy to see, you know, Levi in the national finals. I wrestled him two years ago. Who's number one? You know, I've trained with him since. And, uh, you know, I, I believed it, you know, I believe, you know, anybody in that room can make the NCAA finals. That's how good everybody is. It's, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's hard to even put into words, you know, what that room looks like. And, uh, you know, part of that now is the young guys, you know, you got kids not even 20 years old. I mean, I think Levi's younger than I am. I, I got held back. So I think Levi's actually younger than I am. I think he's 18 still and uh, making the national finals, you know, wrestling an amazing tournament, beating fifth and sixth year seniors. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, again, it's inspiring and it makes me that much hungry and I'll just go right away and, you know, start start beating those old guys up uh beating those old guys up i like that um I, I wanted to circle back and ask you about this because i had a conversation with you before about the idea of being poised late in matches you know you said faith plays a part of it for you if you hear aaron brooks talk about winning another ncaa title faith is big for him faith is big for a lot of guys in the program but um mm -hmm. it just seemed like it really hit home how much of a difference that can make in matches. And, and a lot of times that's why you see veterans. It's hard, it's hard to beat those fifth, fifth and sixth year guys, because when it's time to go late in matches, they just have a good presence about them. I think Levi beyond his years, just, is that something that, uh, you know, you continuously get better at, I guess the more high level matches you're in, the better that that part of your game becomes. Do you ever have some steps backwards? Just talk to me about, uh, about being poised in matches and the, that process as a wrestler uh, about how you get to that place. Uh, me personally, I've had to go through pretty much the opposite process of being poised and late in matches. You know, I've had to go through, uh, losing those late matches, winning late matches, taking, you know, dumb shots and stuff like that. And, you know, not basically losing myself the match trying to dis I'm not trying to discredit the other guy, but, you know, like doing things that put me in bad positions to, you know, lose matches and stuff like that, that I was winning. So me personally, I think I had to went, go through a period where, I was doing the exact opposite, you know, and I think I had to, I had to get mentally tougher, you know, in those areas. And then I think, uh, 
I think it could be different for everybody. You know, I think that the coaches at Penn State, they preach, you know, what they preach and everybody in that room believes it 100%. So I think that, you know, the confidence and the, the calmness in the corner and the poise in the corner rubs off on the wrestlers, I think. You know, you look in the corner and Coach Kale hasn't said a word the whole match. He's just sitting there, you know, watching. I think that that's a calming effect on the wrestlers, you know, the athletes. And, uh, you know, if your coaches, you know, are calm, I think, you know, in those tough situations, you're going to be calm as well. A uh, little Penn State hook to this too, but uh, wrestling Rocco Welsh for the third time uh, coming up at the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic. He's an Ohio State commit. You're a Penn State commit. You guys have split the first two. Uh, what should people be looking for as you get into this rubber match? And, you know, you wrestle kind of a couple different styles. Who imposes what style? What What are you expecting as you see him one more time before you head off to college? Uh, expecting to win as always, you know, but, uh, it's going to be a fun match. Rocco's an amazing competitor. He's strong, you know, he's athletic and, uh, you know, he's a tough kid. You know, I've been around him a couple of times, you know, on a couple of visits I was at, uh, you know, college visits, he's a good kid. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to put on a show for the fans with him. You know, he's a good dance partner for this kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think we've separated ourselves from the field, you know, and, uh, high school wrestling at our weight class and, uh, it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be fireworks. And, uh, you know, I'm going to come out on top of this one. I'm excited to, uh, you know, go get it done. I mean, it doesn't officially have the branding, but this is a real who's number one kind of thing. And you guys are both, depending on where you look at pound for pound rankings, regardless of weight, you guys are both right there. Has some impact on that as well. Um, one, one last thing. I just wanted to get your thoughts on, okay, you're sitting here. It's March. Uh, you got a bit, I, I don't know when you're planning to depart, maybe July or whatever to go to go off to school. But um, what are you looking at to try to grow? You know, where are you trying to improve? Like, are there areas or, or are you just trying to kind of keep doing what you've been doing over the course of your high school career? Obviously, it's gotten you this far. Um, I, I look to grow every single day. You know, one of the goals, you know, I have big goals set for myself in my life, you know, and in wrestling. But I think, you know, the minor goals are what really got me to where I'm at today, you know. And one of my major minor goals is, you know, being the best person and the best wrestler I can be every single day. So, you know, I I have a list of things I know I can improve on in both, and, you know, just as being a human, being a citizen, you know, and, uh, you know, a son of God, and then as well as being an athlete, you know, a wrestler. So I know what I, I, know what I need to do to improve, you know, in every aspect of my life, um, you know, at least what I think I need to do to improve. And, uh, you know, I go and seek knowledge from people who, you know, are good in those areas and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm still looking to get better every single day, you know, push myself. Uh, you know, I wrestle with Logan Masso a couple of times a week. I still get my butt kicked by him. You know, I have, you know, I believe the best youth coach in the country, you know, club coach in the country, Paul Donahoe. You know, he's still helping me. He's a national champion. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of amazing people in my life, you know, my family, they help me grow in every way possible. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of support. So I think with all those kind of things, you know, I'm looking to grow in every area of my life every single day. And, uh, you know, I'm never satisfied with anything. You know, I want to be the best wrestler to step on on this planet when it's all said and done in my career. So, you know, I, there's no room to stop now. So I got to keep going. No choice for me. It's Josh Barr from Davidson High School in Michigan, four-time state champion, Penn State commit. He is ready to get to Happy Valley. He's ready to run through a steel wall. And if he gets the opportunity, he's ready to win an NCAA title right away. Josh, thanks for joining us here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on the next episode here of the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast.